It's time now for Gina Gardner and Friends, the show that shares stories from inspiring people, from a wide range of expert guests, all focused on helping you live a happier, more successful, and fulfilling life. Gina Gardner is a multiple number one international best-selling author, motivational speaker, business coach, and trainer. She's the founder of Genuinely You and has over 30 years experience of helping people step into their genuine, authentic power, personally and professionally. Matthew. Huh? Oh, sorry. It's okay. I just need you to listen to me. I know that a lot of times, Mom, it might not seem like I'm listening to you, but I am. I hear you. And what you say really does matter to me. I mean, let's be honest. No kid likes rules, but I get why we have them. I hear you, and I know it's because you care. All the talks we've had over the years, including what you've told me about not using alcohol and other drugs, they stick with me. And believe it or not, they really do make a difference, especially at times that matter most. Hey, want a drink? No thanks, I'm good. So thank you, Dad, for talking and preparing me for what's ahead. Thanks, Mom, for never giving up and always being my biggest fan. Thank you for letting me know what you expect so I can try to meet your expectations. Thank you for talking. For more information about talking with your kids about underage use of alcohol and other drugs, visit underagedrinking.samhsa.gov. And now, here's your host, Gina Gardner. Hello there, and a huge welcome to this week's episode of Gina Gardner and Friends. I'm Gina Gardner, and my guest today is David Williams. He's an up-and-coming speaker, and he has a mission, which is to help as many people as possible. And to that end, he's written a number of books. So, David, a huge welcome. Thank you for joining me. Yes, I am so grateful. I am so grateful to be here. Thank you so much for having me. We're going to be talking today about being your own superhero. And we certainly need superheroes at the moment. So, before we do... Tell us a bit about you and how you come to be talking about superheroes. Well, um, <laughs> this is uh, something that I will be admitting to the public that I loved, absolutely just loved um, comic books. Okay. Um, I was a big reader of, of comic books, um, Marvel, DC, Star Wars, um, Star Trek even. Um you name it, I, I was always drawn to it at some point. Um, so that was, the, I guess, I guess uh, the initial start for, I wasn't sure who I'd relate to the most, but um, over time it ended up being uh, uh, Superman. That, that's, he was the, the, the standout person to me. And, um, and that was how I got into like the whole comic books and superhero thing, because I, I felt like, um, even kids, even kids um, don't always want to be the sidekick. Some of them want to be the main star of the of the show. They don't always want um, to be the sidekick. And I really resonated with that. So that's what started my love for um, not just creativity, but but comic books um, and just seeing where the imagination could go. I, I, I love, I guess, thinking without limits or thinking without restrictions. I, I love that. And comic books, to me, symbolize that. It, it symbolized just giving your mind some freedom. So comic books was my, is near and dear to me still. <laughs> Even almost being 40, it's still near and dear to me. I still 
watch the movies. I still read the comic books. I, I still do it. So that was my introduction to this whole superhero thing. Now, I know you're an author and you've written six books. Are they comic books or are they something different? No, my books are something different, although um, I do have one in there that um, because as, as I've gone on, my friends have given me the name of Superman. Um, <laughs> okay. Because if, if I tell you that I'm going to be there, then that's why I am. I'm there for my friends. I'm there for people that, um, that I can be there for. I can't be there for everyone, obviously. But um, for people that, that I've built long-standing relationships with and for people that have really resonated with me over the years and time and things like that, they've given me the name of Superman because um, the only time I don't keep promises is if I can't, is if I absolutely can't. And that's what Superman is. He always um, pulls through, even, even when you think he won't. He always finds a way to pull through, even when you think he won't. And um, I resonated with that when it came to Superman. And I wrote it down as an um, affirmation or a mantra. Because um, I do believe that they are, they can change your life if you let them. And I wrote it down. And um, over time, I just found myself really drawn to anything with uh, Superman in it. Superman laptop stickers, Superman tattoos, Superman hoodies, anything. So that, tell me, that, what's your kryptonite? Yeah, if you're Superman, what's your kryptonite? <laughs> <laughs> I should have known that question was coming. I should have known. <laughs> um, my kryptonite, I'd say, is doing too much at one time. I didn't want to wait on anybody. I wanted to do as much as I could do within a short amount of time. And unfortunately, um, metaphorically, I ended up uh, crashing and burning because of it. I exhausted myself by doing too much at one time. And so if I had to narrow it down, I'd say that is my kryptonite. Um, I'm doing too much, overwhelming myself. And doing okay. Now, you talk about much. the fact that, that you want to help people. So how do you help people? What's, mm -hmm. what's your uh, vehicle, if you like, for helping people? Well, uh, books is actually my vehicle. Um, because the, the approach that I take with my books is that um, even if I'm not physically with you, in some type of way, I'm with you, right? Because, um, of course, I can't be everywhere, but my books can go places that I can't or that I'm not able to at the time. And so, so, so um, I use my What's the essence of your books? You know, what would people... Um, our listeners mm -hmm. today don't know you, most of them. Right. So what are they going to get out of your books? What are you offering people through your books? Well, that, well, that depends on the book. So I'll use um, my fourth book as an example. Uh, my fourth book was uh, Heavy as the Head uh, for Those Who Wear Crowns, um, The Entrepreneurial Kingdom. That was the name of my fourth one. And in that one... Um, the goal for that is to encourage people to be their own kings and queens, because I feel very strongly that everybody is a king or queen in their own right. And it doesn't mean it doesn't mean walking around with your chest out like you're better than everyone because nobody is. But what I mean is 
um, in terms of, of confidence and thinking of, of yourself at the highest level. That's what I mean by kings. That's what I mean by queens. And I struggled with worthiness when it came to that. And I talked about that in the book, in the, the book in particular. And so for anybody that's struggling with worthiness, for anybody that um, likes moving to the beat of their own drum and doesn't always want to feel like they have to wait on somebody to give them permission in order to be great. Um, that is the theme of the book. It, it's about, in essence, not waiting on people to give you permission to release your own gifts. I was going to say that's really sound advice. I'm sorry. So often we are conditioned to do things to please other people, that we do it not because it's right for us, but because we don't want to let people down or we don't want people to be disappointed in us. And we right. make up this story in our head where other people's priorities, other people's um, needs become more important than ours. And one of the yeah. things that I talk about with clients is we are writing our own life story. How right. we choose moment by moment determines what our story uh, line is, whether we are the hero or heroine of our story or whether yeah. we're the victim or we're the bully. Um, and so ultimately, for me, the real challenge comes in making active conscious choices because right. when you actively choose um, how you're going to turn up moment by moment, that mm. makes the difference between whether you're going to be a hero, heroine, or a victim, doesn't it? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> right. Well, we've got to go for a short break now. Um, we'll see you after the break. And we're going to explore what does it mean to be a hero or heroine rather than a victim? So don't go away. Hey world, I have a quick message. It's about safe driving. All right, let's go. Anytime you're driving, have the seatbelt buckle tight, both hands on the wheel and your phone out of sight. We're not in your hand trying to text somebody back because if you do, your car might get smacked. The moral of the story, just put your phone down. The people on the road will stay safe and sound. Put your phone down, put your phone down. People on the road will stay safe and sound. Yeah. <laughs> Military families often sacrifice precious time away from loved ones while serving our country. We were worried that with him leaving, that she would lose those connections with her dad. Some of life's best moments happen between parents, children, and the pages of a good book. United Through Reading provides that connection. And now, United Through Reading is also available to veterans. Learn more about United Through Reading at unitedthroughreading.org. So welcome back. Now, I'm really interested, David, in when you're talking about um, being a hero or being a king or queen, what are the attributes? What are the things that you think that people can find in themselves, recognize in themselves that will help them be the hero or heroine of their own life? Yeah, um, I feel as though when it comes to being your own hero, for me, it's been about leading from a place of compassion and not tyranny, um, being able to relate to people in some type of way, it doesn't have to be 100%, but being uh, relatable in a sense of if you've been close to homeless or somebody's been homeless, then there's a sense of, I guess you could call it camaraderie, camaraderie there, um, even though your circumstances might have been different, but you both can, sympath can sympathize with um, 
coming close to that point, coming close to the point of wanting to give up or coming close to the point of um, being abandoned by people that you thought wouldn't do that, that you thought wouldn't, would stick with you from the time they meet you until you get to where you're going, right? And so um, I feel like being a hero, um, to kind of wrap it up, is not letting, not leading with your, um, I guess your powers, your, your superpowers, if you can call it that, but leading with compassion instead and then using your, your powers or your abilities when necessary. And it's not about showboating. It's not about that. It's about, um, like we've been talking about, it's more so about helping somebody realize what their capabilities are. And so they can do that when, while watching you use yours when necessary. You know, it's interesting, isn't it? I find that the people who lack confidence or self-worth mm-hmm. often give other people the credit for things that they don't give themselves credit for. So they, when they judge other people's performance, they will see that as being something that's great. But mm-hmm. even though they may have either be working at the same level or much better, they will look at the flaws in what they do. They will criticize themselves far more fulsomely than they do other people. And they will praise people far more fulsomely than they they do themselves. And as a result, you get this ever um, perpetuating cycle that poor self-worth leads to even greater poor self-worth. And one of the ways that I suggest that people think about this, and I'd be interested in your take, is Mm -hmm. to ask a few people that you trust, those who are going to give you the truth and not going to blow smoke up your bottom. um, What is it that you, uh, when you think about me, what did you think of my strengths? What are the things that you like about me? And where Mm -hmm. are my areas for development? And I I talk about using the people that you trust because you want people to be honest, but at the same time, constructively honest. And pretty well without exception, when uh, clients have done that, and I've used it with many, many clients, they're quite surprised at how, how significantly more positive other people view them than they do themselves. I do agree. I do agree. And I think there's, I I think that us as a a society, we've, I feel like we don't necessarily have to remind people sometimes that they are great. And I I think that um, much like you were talking about, as far as having a circle of trust, that everybody falls off the wagon, everybody falls off the, the path of whatever they're doing. And I find that being around people that see the natural you is beautiful. It, it is. It's beautiful um, because they can lift you up when you need it. And so um, I don't think that there's anything wrong with being reminded. Um, and sometimes we, as people, unfortunately, we take it for granted that we can remind somebody that they are strong, that they are beautiful, that they um, have this, this bright light about them that they might not be aware of and i think that um being around the right people is definitely necessary it's needed and should be encouraged it should be encouraged to remind your friends that um 
that you watch them pull through stuff, that you watch them um, get through things that you they didn't think they would get through, or you've watched them blossom into this amazing person. I agree with you 1000% that having the right people is really, 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 really important. And there's nothing wrong with being reminded. You know, they say that we are the sum of the five people we spend most of our time with. And if you yes. stay with people who I call the energy vampires, you know, who suck the very lifeblood out of you, who are critical, who constantly complain, that drags you down. But it, you know, if you're with people who champion you, who mm -hmm. expect good things from you, but support you and, you know, recognize the effort that's going into developing yourself and doing things I think that's incredibly powerful and I think back over the years and so often when you talk to people who have succeeded they'll yeah. say that there's been someone or some people who have believed in them even when they haven't believed in themselves and I think you know, having someone who is your champion and who can say, David, I you, I know you can do it. You know, you're you're better than this or that you, you, yeah. you have the confidence that you can do this. That goes such a long way. And if you're a parent or you're a teacher or you're a, a manager or a leader, then I would really urge you, you'll get the best out of your people if you notice when they're doing well, when they're when they're trying hard and you actually reward that and recognize it. Yeah, um, absolutely. Uh, and sometimes the somebody coming along and saying um, you does a lot more than the congratulations that people um, will tell you, you know, as you go and you do great things. But when it's coming from people that um, have watched you blossom into, into an amazing person or have watched you struggle in a specific way and they watch you pull through that and they tell you, hey, I see what you're doing. Like, yeah. I believe in you. Uh, it gets you through the days of questioning or second guessing because we all have it like let's be honest we all have those days of we um, do. those days when <laughs> days when you can climb mountains and days when climbing out bed's a bit of an effort isn't it yes <laughs> we're going to go for a short break now but please don't go away while we're away on the break i want you to think mm -hmm. if you uh, uh consider yourself a superhero which hero would you be like and what's your superpower? What's your gift? Don't go away. We'll be back in a moment. Hello there. My name's Gina Gardner, and I'm the host of Gina Gardner and Friends. I know you're all incredibly busy, and I know that there's so many calls upon your purse or your wallet at the moment, but I'm here to ask for your help. Help for a charity called Mom Plus Me that are supporting children, many of whom are orphans and disabled, and families that have been dispossessed by the war in Ukraine, which has now been going on for a year. They need your help desperately. There's no electricity, and so things are incredibly difficult. So please help by making a donation to justgiving.com forward slash crowdfunding forward slash mom plus me. 
That's justgiving.com forward slash crowdfunding forward slash mom, M-O-M plus P-L-U-S me, M-E. Thanks very much. You can make such a difference. People are wondering. She's never been sharper. This basketball star married himself in 1996. Who is Dennis Rodman? Correct. Son of a... She's sleeping better than ever, which the paparazzi aren't thrilled about. I miss Lizzie! She's even more productive, trading DUIs for DIY. The verdict is... Gorgeous. Maybe it's not what's gotten into Lindsay. It's what Lindsay's gotten into. Hey, William. Planet Fitness. Get glowing and feel spectacular. Welcome back. So, David, right at the beginning of the show, you said that, that certainly one of your superpowers is that you are reliable, that you turn up for people, that you keep your word. For me, I talk about that being someone of integrity, that, that you know, you're authentic. You are what you uh, uh that you present as and I wondered you if you think about the gifts which have helped you through life mm-hmm. what are the things that have helped you on those days when climbing out of bed seemed an effort and that you know that you were struggling because as you say we've all struggled what yeah. kept you going um what kept me going I'd say um making my friends part of my uh part of my why is what kept me going. Um, realizing that at, that at the end of it, it's not just about me. Uh, even though I am the, en- the messenger, I am the messenger. But keeping in mind that what I'm doing is, is in essence to benefit somebody else or whatever truth I'm telling in the moment is to make somebody else's journey easier. What is the why you share with friends and why is that why important to you? Um, well, it's, it's, it's actually, it's actually two, it's actually twofold. Um, uh, it started with, it started with my, my grandfather. Um, he was very creative in his, in his ways, in his own ways and watching his example of, again, being your own hero, passing the mental, um, and seeing what type of hero or person he was had a profound impact on me. And it, it's been that passing of the torch kind of moment for me that's helped me now encourage other people to be their own heroes. Because my grandfather came to me at a specific time, even though he's no longer with us. But his, his example that he lived by of being a person of integrity, being a person of not giving people false promises and under-delivering, um, and being a man of respect in his way to take away from his funeral and, and his wake and apply, found a way to apply those principles to my life. And now I encourage other people to do that. So if I had to wrap it up and say what my why is, um, it's, not only, it's not only family lineage and legacy, but um, wanting to leave people better than when I found them. That, that's um, a driving force now behind why... I have this refusal, if you will, to just not give up. If I feel led to go in a particular direction, then that's where I'm going. And really letting my heart bleed and speak and let my heart lead the way. Be open to where my heart takes me. So that's my why at the moment. 
I'm sure it'll change <laughs> as I I'm go. Sure. But you're yeah. you're a young man. You've got the whole of your life ahead of you. I'm sure <laughs> things will change over time. And I'm talking from the other end. I've got three <laughs> uh, years under my belt. Um, so, what's the dream? Do you have a dream? I do have a dream. Uh, my dream actually is to build a hotel that's customer friendly. That's more customer friendly. Outside of my books and other things that I have going on, I do want to build a space where um, people that might be developmentally delayed feel welcome. Um, that was a question that I had asked at some point um, in my process and my journey. And that was the feedback that I had received was that a lot of times when people do go to the hotels and things like that, they feel they don't feel like it's very friendly. They, they feel like it's kind of, you know, in and out, you know, it's not a friendly environment. And that is one thing that I'd hopefully like to change. And so that is part of, of um, my dream that I'd like to do is to build a hotel that not only has like my books and other things in it, but it's friendly, it's friendly and is inviting for people. And I feel like that that's needed. Can I ask, has that been triggered because of people that you know who may have been developmentally delayed or it's just come from, from uh, somewhere but, but not actually because of a personal experience? Yeah, that's, that's definitely come from friends um, because I do have friends that are on the spectrum. Um, I myself am also on the spectrum. And so I've seen... Um, or heard through the grapevine from friends that have gone to hotels that when they ask for services or when they ask for specific things, um, it takes a while. It takes forever. It takes a long time for them to get the services that they might have needed. And so um, I wanted to actually apply the, uh, you might laugh at this, but the superhero thing to hotels, I wanted to apply it to hotels to give hotels a sense of, that's not always about being formal, but also fun. Like you can have fun at hotels. And so that was the initial inspiration behind the hotel idea. It was so that way, if people see somebody dressed up as Batman or Superman at the hotel, then it creates that friendly environment. It creates the, the friendly environment. Cause you can't be mad at somebody in the superhero costume. It's hard. <laughs> <laughs> I myself, my, uh, I have a nephew who's profoundly disabled. It's his birthday today. Um, oh, happy I, birthday. I, I, I took him his birthday presents and he is Superman mad. And one <laughs> of his presents was uh, a, a lovely fluffy dressing gown and pyjamas, which were all covered with Superman. And he was <laughs> giggling away and really enjoying the fact that his superhero was there. So where can we find you? Where, If people want to talk to you or find your books, where can they find you? Uh, my books are on Amazon. Um, and then I also have, I don't know if in the, in the UK if you guys have it, but we have Walmart here. We don't know. Um, Oh, no, Walmart. Okay. So they're on Amazon. Um, and then I can be found at, um, I'm on Instagram at Kyle's Enterprises. So that's K-A-Y-L-E-S-E-N-T-E-R-P-R-I-S-E-S, Kyle's Enterprises. And then um, I'm also on Twitter with the same, um, with the same handle, online handle. Um, and then the names of my books, one of them is Heavy as the Head, for those who wear crowns, 
uh, the entrepreneurial kingdom. Um, one is hybrid, being superhuman among people. One of them is entrepreneurial Spartans, a grandson's tribute. Uh, another one is lions and wolves, the differences between entrepreneurs and network marketers. And then my first one that I ever wrote was an eagle eye with a lion's heart, how introverts can break through barriers. And that's just a brief rundown of all of the stuff, the books that I've done, but... <laughs> I invite all of my guests because we're so proud to be members of B1G1, Buy One, Give One, to mm -hmm. um, choose one of four projects. Uh, buy One, um, Give One um, have projects all around the world uh, uh, against a whole range of, of things. And we choose four projects a month. And the projects this month are um, clean water health, education, and there's a project for young people in the Ukraine. Which of those four would you like us to donate to on your behalf? The clean water sticks out to me. Well, we'll be sending a donation on your behalf. It just remains for me to say a big thank you, David, and I wish you all the very best with your endeavours and with your hotel. If you'd like to be in contact with me, and I'd love to hear from you what you think of the show, uh, any ideas for future shows, or if you'd like to work with me, um, then go to Gina Gardiner, G-A-R-D-I-N-E-R, -E and friends, the word and, not the ampersand, Gina Gardner and friends at gmail.com. I do hope you'll join me in the next show. Thanks very much for joining me today. You take care. I'll see you soon. Thanks for listening to Gina Gardner and Friends, the show that helps you live a happier, more successful, and fulfilling life. To learn more about Gina Gardner, go to genuinely-u.com. If you would like to work with Gina or book her as a speaker, email her at gina at genuinely-u.com.